It is magically. the birthday. It's, it's the birthday episode. It's Jason's birthday. Yes. He's uh, turning we'll, at 57, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, about 72, by the way. I feel sick. <laughs> no, I'm I'm turning 41 this year. So, 41? Uh, as an interesting topic, I thought, you know, it's not very often you uh, basically hit that. You know, what, what's, wait, so is it 50? Is 50 older than dirt and 40s over the hill or is 50 over the hill and 60s older than dirt? I think it's 50 and 60, but I mean, I, but in 30s and 40s, you're still, that's like middle-aged, right? Or, or yeah. some might say, Jason, the prime of your life. How does it Mid- the, the midlife crisis zone is probably about the... <laughs> How's that prime of life treating you? Uh... Yeah. You're, just, you're just telling me about getting woke up early, kid with a bloody nose, and, mm-hmm. and here mm-hmm. I, I almost, I almost bailed on the podcast, y'all, because I was like, I'm tired, and I need yeah. to shut up. <laughs> no, so yeah, so it's it's funny I, we mentioned the midlife thing. Uh, my dad is actually 82, so by all accounting, I am directly in the middle. So my, I guess my best worst years are behind me, and my worst best years are yet to come. So we'll look at it that way. <laughs> Oh, fun. But aside from all that, aside from all that, what delicious coffee are you drinking this morning? I am back to that same stuff I had the last time we did one, the, mm. the Fall in Love um, bourbon with a, a little bit of uh, French vanilla. I need to get out there and try to pick up some more stuff. You know, uh, th- this weekend I went out and picked up a sampler of beer. You know what I didn't think of to do? Pick up a sampler of uh, <laughs> or some kind of coffee. Um, See, isn't, so, it, isn't that weird that you, there isn't like coffee samplers? There should be, right? I think I think in the age of Keurig, it would be like super easy too, right? Yeah. I, th- I mean, there probably are. There probably are coffee samplers. Probably not looking spot because um, I've had little like teeny tiny bags of ground stuff before, but man, it's been a long time. And that might have come from a coffee shop. Uh, actually, maybe even up in up in your neck of the woods. That might be how old that you're thinking of lifestyles. Maybe I think they I had, might. I might be. Yeah, they had fancy pants coffee. You could. Yeah, that's actually where one of the coffees I used to drink religiously for a while. Um, I ran into there and then weirdly of all weirdliness, uh, you can get it at my local grocery store. So go fucking figure because uh, the company that makes it is a giant conglomerate out of Madison, so... Oops. Don't you love that stuff when you're like, I'm supporting the little guy. This is and, this uh, is this is the hippie shop with all kinds of amazing wild stuff that comes in on a giant truck from Wisconsin. Right. I don't support cor- corporate greed. Mm-hmm. We we got a big uh, a big coming uh well, kind of rude awakening uh, grad school one time when um professor yelled at us. He's like, you assholes, making all all of your students go and buy from the little quote independent bookstore down the street instead of our bookstore. Well, guess what? Guess what? That little bookstore that you guys love so much. Yeah, it's a chain. You just don't know it, right? Like, and then, like, sure enough, they were all, this bookstore was owned by like a big bookstore company, and that's what they do is they yeah, that instead of being like Barnes and Noble and we're everywhere, it's like little like they're, they're all named something different, but they're all owned by the same fucking like, bookstore and uh, get their you know their inventory all together. Yeah, it makes sense because you can buy everything in bulk, but like it's really, it's not really like. Well, I mean, that's that's like the whole Starbucks plan, though, too, right? It's like we're going to have the experience of, a, you know, an independent coffee shop with couches and weird furniture and, right. you know, really expensive espresso machines. Well, yes, we have four of them where the little coffee shop is working with a used one that's been bought three or four times already. But you know what I mean? And then we'll, they'll, but it's still the, it's still a giant ultra. Right. right. Even though they try not to look that way, I guess, while you're sitting inside. Yeah, I think I think they're they're I think everyone's sort of okay with what Starbucks is now. I, I don't you know, I think the tries for authenticity uh, authenticity with like dimmer lighting and, you know, more couches and shit like that. I think that's all done. We're I mean no there's it's no McDonald's in there, but right. I think the reality has set in where everyone's, you know you I mean you're going in there, you understand what you're getting. That's you're gonna pay seven dollars for sixteen ounces of coffee. That's, Sugar. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, what me about Starbucks I, though. I, I, Is I it like 13 ounces of coffee that has 6,000 calories in it and then I'm going right. to complain when I get to the office of why I just can't seem to lose that pesky last five pounds? No whipped cream. Don't you dare put whipped cream on top of that. Um, And you're like, I don't know, That's I think that's what's so weird to me that we have this culture now where everybody loves coffee and I'm sure we always kind of had but everyone kind of seems like Starbucks is at the center of that Um, in a lot of a lot of areas of, of our country and like Starbucks, it's a bunch of sugary like hell, the Frappuccino is practically shake like you know like yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they they did it they found their niche and yeah. went crazy i always find it wild though that there are still competitors 
and they still there's there's so much potential business like and maybe that's the thing to really look at like yeah well we can bemoan starbucks all we want there is a massive market there because not only can you have starbucks but you could also have like gloria jeans and then uh like caribou and like oh yeah i mean it's it's wild to go to like you know a major city and see just the amount of chain coffee shops you know and you could even throw dunkin donuts in there too i mean and then oh, yeah. you got like the the crossbred ones where like um of course the name escapes me square bagels was there a spiel i don't remember the name of the chain fuck anyways i'm drinking uh amaretto french roast which is a sweet Ooh. and savory amaretto on top of coffee's rich roasted flavor and this one yes this definitely is a french roast with a hint of amaretto so it's uh true to the true to the package and uh not a bad cup of coffee the the amaretto is more in the the smell for sure and there's a little in the taste and that's actually pretty good i'll, I'll give him give him credit for that one so very good yeah, Stephen brew Stephen brew.com i'm gonna pick up some more good stuff i've got to um and that's but... that's steep the letter n brew no spaces huh i guess can you not put ampersands in uh um, it, fu- it fucks it up fucks okay. it up um yeah so that's why it's that's why it's a lo- that's why an n well, oh, look at that well so i was told by a web developer to never do it and then uh i i kind of i did it yesterday, uh kind of by accident like the product just had in sand in it didn't realize mm. that i had made my title that and then automatically url that and yeah it just replaced this. oh yeah i can imagine it probably um, which was fine it's just a random url uh but what are you gonna do that's the product like so but yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they i'm pretty sure you can't put them in urls so um but yeah so uh so we wanted to do a little interview podcast this morning, uh, where i asked jason basic questions so they embrace me for the next few years of my life um as always you know that that way whenever i'm waking up uh you know at seven to do a podcast you're like don't worry it gets worse you're gonna be up at five see um <laughs> Or just wait till they start doing sports or girls or, or whatever, right? Like, um, so, so yeah, the, the 40s, um, my, my no. near future. Feel any different, Jason? Same old? Um, well, I will say that I definitely, I don't, well, so here's the thing. I, uh, I don't feel markedly different than I did in my 30s. Yeah. Um, I will say now, if anything, uh, I can't drink as much coffee as I used to. Oh. So that's a change because I used to drink it by the pot when I was a kid. And now, yeah. now it's actually like if I drink too much of it, I'm like, man, I got to drink some water. And, you know, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a little different. Uh, I definitely get tired more often or I guess sooner than I used to. Like, yeah, like I'm ready to go to bed more than I ever used to be before. Like, I don't have a problem sleeping now. Napping is pretty awesome. Um, that actually that sounds I, like a pro. That sounds good. I, I, like. always, I always like <laughs> napping. But now it's it's like, you know, I don't know. It's definitely like an old man thing for sure. Um, obviously, I am much more crotchedly and crumdudgeonly than I ever was before, but I don't necessarily think that's based on age. I think that's just based on time passing, which is sort of the same thing. Uh, in, in the news cycle. The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> I, and it's funny because like I am I hurt got hurt a couple years back so and I didn't take care of myself um, it was my knee and I've been fucking around and fucking around and just keep kept rehurting it and then I just was dumb and it got to the point where I was like literally getting up and like every time I would start I would have a bit of a limp and it's like got really bad uh, so I took a month and a half off uh, didn't do any running uh, I was just doing some uh, lifting and then I took that month and a half off and sort of eased back into running and I realized that it was no longer my knee, which I thought was injured, but uh, I had been babying it and everything so bad that my all the muscles and tendons and everything on my left leg had like pretty much like clenched up. So because I wasn't working it, I was overcompensating and everything was stiff. So I've spent the last, I don't know, four or five weeks now working on getting my range of motion back and strengthening my leg. So I'm now I'm pretty much, I don't know, I'd say like 87% back to where I was. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm running fixed distances to just keep everything loose and my times are dropping so I'm apparently improving and getting better and you know I will say maybe that's one of the most amazing things is I sort of assume that you know heading into my 40s that it was just going to be a total shit show for physical activities which I guess isn't true and shouldn't be a big surprise with you know all the shit they always show where everybody's you know reaching their peaks at the end of their 30s and things like that and of course you know like running and stuff is different that's not like you know professional sports or whatnot so I don't know I, that was surprising to me I, I figured that was going to be a bit of a shit show um, scary than that uh, is uh, now I know people that are my age that are having uh, cardiac events and things like that. So that's something I'm actually having to be as a big boy adult. So I'm, you know, got to get back, get back into uh, whatever. I don't know. I, my primary care physician's good graces or
or become a regular patient. Uh, for, the long, for the longest time, I would get blood work and physicals uh, because of my job. So I never really worried about it because like, oh, you know, once a year I'll get checked out and they'll take blood. And if something's really awful, I'll find out about it. I didn't really bother, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's definitely sobering. Um, I gave blood on uh, in the beginning of September and uh, my blood pressure was high. Well, not high, bad, but like above that's- the normal threshold. So that kind of freaked me the fuck out. And of course, you know, my wife being a nurse, she's like, and that doesn't mean fuck all because of a bajillion things. So stop being a pussy about it. Um, so, <laughs> which, uh, you know, she's right. I, that's, you know, I was just being a, well, wait, well, wait, elaborate pain. that. Like, like what, why is that not a big deal? Like, uh, uh, cause it was like 132, And I think the top end is if you're like high end is like 120. Yeah. So it's, it's elevated, but it's not like, you know, heart is bursting and it God. was one blood pressure reading gotcha, at one gotcha. random time. So okay. plus I was, you know, sitting down to go give blood, which I find stressful anyways. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I can't even do it. I'm, I'm and, yeah. and you're doing way better than I am. I I've gone to primary care maybe once last Eight, well, that's, nine that's, years? Like, that's, uh, that's the thing. I wasn't going voluntarily. I was just going as a matter of course of work. So it's yeah, but still, I, still, you've and, got some history. Like, and and of course, you know, now now the fun thing is, is I've reached the age where I get the camera up the ass and the finger. I think the finger up the butt for the prostate too. So, <laughs> let me tell you though, man, that's so important because you know c- colon cancer and prostate cancer they murder the shit out of of, of guys like us. so. I, I believe last last time I checked, eighty six percent of all men die with prostate cancer. Right. Like it's crazy. It's not, it so we, it you gotta get that checked, them. guys. It doesn't. It doesn't kill you, but you, you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, if you go in for an autopsy and they do a full workup, like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, cancer. Uh, well, Shocking. Good thing, car, good thing that car hit him. Um, <laughs> And we, I think we've mentioned that a little bit before, uh, or at least my wife always rails on that every um, every October uh, because it's it's like uh, the big breast cancer pink, awareness, breast cancer awareness yeah. month, and, she, and she's like, you know, we've done like we've done a lot of fantastic work at curing breast cancer, and it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, um, and, yeah. it's got, it's like all the worst things. I mean, cancer is terrible, worst. but it's like it's got a, you know, it's it's like if you could pick all the things. I mean, it's, I guess the only thing breast cancer has going for it is that it's not uncommon, which is kind of dark, but that's helpful because then you've got the research and everything right and you can get ahead of the game prostate cancer ironically is, is pretty much if you catch it early enough there's no problem <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's problems but it's not like it's it's a it's one of those things where it's like they you you go into test and then next week it's in your brain you know i mean i guess it could right. happen cancer's cancer but right yeah, so yeah it's funny like that right but yeah but it doesn't i mean it doesn't seem like there's a lot of awareness about that and i, I think as guys we need to remind each other like yeah look that sucks but you got to get well, it checked out. You got to get it. testicular cancer. There's another one. You know, it's, it's just a cancer fest on up in your crotch. So <laughs> uh, good times. Well, hey, when you're when you're able to free produce basically until you die, like I guess that's part of the gig, right? Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure that's nature's way of saying and we got to shut this shit down. It's <laughs> gone off the get rails. Out, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. I just <laughs> take him out of the take him out of the dick. That's fine. <laughs> So I, I think that kind of ties into one of the things you have on here. And, uh, you know, is it, to, to get a little intimate here, you know, you you've always told me, and I thought this was a great answer to a question I often uh, often ask my students. I often kind of pose like, "Hey, what's the age of peak sexual attraction for a male versus?" A f-? And I always kind of um, I'm always kind of pushing for like, isn't it kind of fucked up that it seems like for women it's its youngest, and for guys it's not like, and, and that it's harder to, to nail down for guys. But you've always suggested, well, well, how have you always answered that? that question about when when do men kind of reach that peak sexual attraction or, or maturity phase well I, I always find it kind of weird like you know and it's it's i mean it's, it's i guess especially interesting to talk about these days but um so and i don't know if it's just a function of society or whatnot but you know we we all know biologically women uh mature faster than dudes and then they sort of hit a cliff and just fall off and i mean in my i guess four decades now i can say so near half century if i want to be dramatic i think that <laughs> That's, that's probably a sort of uh, that's a what do you want to call it a uh, biological design or a um I don't know, an evolutionary strategy where, you know, women are the most attractive to men in their peak reproductive years. And then they just sort of fall apart afterwards. And you see it in Hollywood and you hear about it about Hollywood all the time. And 40 is the new 30, 50 is the new 35, blah, 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 which is all well and good when you've got millions and millions of dollars and the best health care and everything else. But your hands still look like Skeletor. I don't care if your face looks (laughs) looks like you've been 29 for 15 years. Um, Age is still age. Sorry, ladies, guys are 
really good at noticing that. That's our we're designed like that. So it, right, it I don't think that has to be sexist. Like like I, no, I totally it's, it's am able to find it. Thing. Right, I'm totally no. able to find an older woman attractive. But I think it is definitely something uh, where it's about reproduction, and that's yeah. what that's what sexual desire is about. It's about making babies, right? No, and no. So it, you, it can't get gross because yes, because yes, of the, the age issues, of course, of course. Um, and I think we need to try to resist it as a as a civilized society. And yet, you know, it's it's there instinctually, right? And, and we need to acknowledge that too. But so now here's here's, 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 a, here's a here's a better one for you. So as I yeah. as, as you get older, people that are younger than you continue to look younger which is really wild. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but here's, here's the even twisted thing. So, like, when I look at women the you know who aren't my wife, who I would consider attractive to me, that, that window is has radically shifted over the years as I've aged. So when I was, yeah. you know, a teenager, you know, 17 or whatever, that was a pretty wide window of ages of women that I would consider, you know, sexually attractive. Yeah. And as I've gotten older, that has drastically shrunk to <laughs> a much narrower thing. And I, I want to say, that's because of probably biologically where I am. Like, you know, I can drive by, a, you know, a high school now at 40 something and go, look, my friends that got married and had kids really young daughters and they look like children, even though I know they're yeah, not yeah. children and obviously they can have babies and everything else. Right. And that's different because like in my 20s, it's like, oh, look, she's probably 18. <laughs> and that's disgusting. <laughs> Welcome to being a guy. Well, right, Everybody, right. That's, that's sort of that's sort of the way it works. Everybody who is a man knows a guy who was knows somebody or knows somebody or is that guy that was 20 and <laughs> was all into 16 year old's business um it's yeah. a little off-putting certainly these days it's about you know we're probably gonna get canceled for even acknowledging that but we sort of went over this with the uh the lolita stuff we, we, we've been down that rabbit hole nobody yeah. canceled us although yeah, cancel cultures i mean as soon as they find us we're canceled i don't, like, I don't know <laughs> i don't know apparently netflix is is we'll have uh, to talk about the cuties yeah whatever, cuties yeah that that would i don't know then we'll definitely get canceled anyways yeah so, i haven't seen it yet but i'll yeah, I'll watch it for the show I, if I have to. I, well, see, it's, it's funny. It's like reading the book was okay, but like watching them, watching that show, like I almost, I like, I don't want to because I'm like, I don't want to be like ultra fucking creeped out. Like, like right. the, the child, the child beauty pageant shit creeps me the fuck out now anyways. And it's always it is creepy. Ir- it irrespective is. of my age. It's just always weirded me the fuck <laughs> out. Um, probably because I'm not a pedophile. Uh, so I don't know. Well, so anyways, uh, back to what I was saying. <laughs> but it's it's wild now because like, you know, there the, the windows change. And I think maybe that's just because, you know, I, you know, I'm biologically changing. So what I view is, you know, visually as a, you know, mate, my lizard brain is, you know, pointing things differently or, or not. So that's, that's definitely changed. Um, I made a crack on our notes about the, are the pickup artists, right? That older men last longer and older women pop off <laughs> easier. Um, and that's, that's a, that's a little bit of, uh, pickup artist lore. Um, yeah, yeah. and you know, it's always been a joke in culture forever is, you know, the biological clock is ticking and, you know, you know, cougars and things like that. And, um, I would say that's not an incorrect thing. Um, yeah, yeah. There's always exceptions, yes, but I think that is probably more correct than people want to admit, um, which is, I think that kind of works out for everybody, but I also think that sort of points to the whole biological thing where there's a, you know, there's two competing lines on a graph and then they cross and there's that X and that's a sweet spot, right? I mean, that's that's right. sort of that's sort of the thing we're talking about, more or less. Um, but yeah, I would say that's a, that's a fair assessment. Um, uh, and I'd say I, that's also just a, a product of age, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a man, the more that you do it, uh, the more endurance you have, right? Um, you know, what, whether that's whether that's you know doing stamina training, training, uh, or if it's, it's just, just age. It's, well, it might also just be age, right? I mean, there, um, there's, a, there's a reason why Viagra is really fucking popular, and all the options <laughs> of it are super fucking popular too. But that's right, probably right. that's probably more related to diet and exercise than anything else. But no, probably. But then and then with so women, I mean, style does not help your dick, guys. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Oh, and then oh, with oh. with women, you get better. It, I think uh, you know being comfortable with your body, understanding what gets you off. You know, yeah, that's, that's another weird. I guess this this is just breaking down completely but I, I will say i've always thought that really weird that um with guys you know it's just like we're not necessarily encouraged to know what our bodies are doing or not doing but it's it's like it's not discouraged it's like seeing it's, 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 it's par it's, for the course yeah yep, <laughs> like, yep. you're gonna you're gonna jerk off into a sock when you're 13 blah 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 yeah whatever everybody does it no big deal but yeah. then like there's such this weird thing with women being like that and it's you know the comics have I, i'll give comics credit i mean they've been trying fucking hard as hell for probably the last 
last 30 some years to try and, you know, make that conversation change in this country for sure. You know, it, it's, yeah. but it's so weird that it's like, we don't, I don't know, don't encourage that in a healthy way. You know, we, we don't, we don't normalize women and them being, I don't know, okay with masturbating. I don't even know how to say it. It's just, it, it's one of those things where it just doesn't seem like, you know, we, we, it's, it's like, it's like the joke about women don't fart. It's like, well, obviously women don't masturbate, which isn't true. Right. But at the same time, it's still one of those like cultural things. And I think that's, I don't, I don't know if that's just cultural browbeating against moms and then moms not talking with their daughters or, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe or, or, puritanic, or, puritanical or, stuff, or, or right? Like here's, here's probably what, you know, is helping to contribute to that is that, you know, for, I don't know what a good, you know, two decades of every dude's life. The only thing that matters is who he's sleeping with. <laughs> I, so, I think I mean, that's, that, that's that, worth talking kind of, about for that, a second. That, you that know? kind of, that kind of rampant obsession, you know, makes a difference too. And I don't know if maybe women would be like that if our culture was different about sex. I, I don't think so because I don't, I mean, I don't know. It is, I don't think other countries are that different. I mean, a, yeah. lot, of other, a lot of other cultures have a lot of repression in that respect too. Um, you know, that's a lot of like old school fucking biblical shit from a long time ago too. That, that doesn't right. help. And that's, that's not just uh, Christian biblical stuff. That's everybody's Bibles and religions and stuff like that. There's a, there's a real undercurrent of that in every organized religion about, you know, what it is, reproduction and things like that. So, and, and well, you know, that's, that's a lot of ancient history shit that just, we haven't seemed to shake and haven't, you know, shaken off. I mean, a lot of them frame it as, you know, how do you, you know, who, who's, who's your, where is, who's the kid's father, things like that. I mean, shit, a lot of it got wrapped up in property rights for a while. If you study any English history, you know, oh, yeah. sons and things like that and nobility kind of, you know, tweaked the shit out of that in Europe for a long time of who was the legitimate ruler and who wasn't and all that other shit. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's, uh, well, shit, I just, I, I finished reading Dune and that's, you know, a lot of that centers on is who's the, you know, rightful heir and them taking their, you know, rightfully given title of nobility. And it's like, so it's crazy. I mean, there's just so much shit wrapped up in it. And I, I you know, I, unfortunately I think women get the raw deal uh, on this planet, really. It's not just here in America. It's everywhere. We, you know, they're just, right. it's goofy as shit. Um, and I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, I think you're right. I think it's biblical though, right? I, mean, I think it all goes back to ancient times whenever, you know, people made up the rules of like, you're not supposed to masturbate or our sex is dirty. It's not supposed to be enjoyable. Well, I mean, I'm, then, sure back, I'm sure back then it was, you know, it was a good way to fucking die. <laughs> well, probably, probably, right? Well, and, and like, you, you need to think about it. When, when you were living to be like 30 or 40, they were trying, like, you needed to be popping out babies right away, right? If you wanted so, to survive, right? So, circum circumcision in, you know, uh, Judaism was, you know, I'm sure that was probably preventative medicine more than anything else. Oh, probably, probably, right? And so, so back then they didn't want, guys to masturbate because they wanted you to have make babies right um and i'm sure that that kind of was the same with women they were like well we want you to make babies so don't don't pleasure yourself no that's dirty that's dirty and they tied it to religion right yeah um but you know flash forward a couple thousand years or whatever and they were and totally I, right because well, we're destroying <laughs> relationships in this country definitely Mother not definitely not but, but like no no guys going oh like i mean no guy who's not like super devout is going yeah i'm not going to sp spill my seed on the soil because God said, I don't, like, I don't, whatever, I don't, ever, bullshit, I don't right? ever want to hear you say the phrase, spill your seed. Spill your seed, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, that's a direct, that's a biblical <laughs> quote, folks. That's in your fucking Bible. Um, <laughs> but, but for some reason, that stigma still is attached to things like masturbation and sex, especially for a lot of women. And I don't know if it's biblical. I don't know. I mean, I, I think some of it is. Um, but you're right that that's spread through a lot of different religions. Um, and, and I think you're right to look at the, the ancestry and, and heir and, and who inherits shit. But I think it's also like like this fear that a sexually active woman like a woman who enjoys sex in her body will be well, promiscuous and you won't be able to control her she'll just sleep with whoever um and well, you're you like also, you like that's nonsense right like true and and you also but you also have like um and i don't know i mean it's over rights history right you've got instances of you know goddess worshiping and you know supposed sexually oh, yeah. deviant cults based around that and things like that and you know it's like considering, most, Dionysus, you know, considering like you know most of history is you know based on you know male rule and you know male whatever you know are you talking like about the to, patriarchy, Jason? Uh, you? The patriarchy? I was, I was getting to it. I was going to say... <laughs> The which you know <laughs> modern lazy shitless worthless non uh, driven Americans like to term the patriarchy. Uh, 
I just yeah. want to hear you say it. That, that Jason, one, yeah. Jason brought up the patriarchy on the podcast. Yeah. You feminist. Um, yeah. No, I mean, but it's it's that's that's the thing. So you you've got a lot of that hanging around too. So you know that, and I think that goes. I mean, I think we've had that conversation too, where you know there's this big big thing where we feel like we've been lied to because the the, the spiel was you know go to school, get a job, oh yeah, get a wife, get a family. You won. <laughs> you did it. And and to do all that now, what, Dad? Yeah, you, 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 you know, <laughs> like, to, to do all that, you have to have an entire society, including the people, complicit in that, which means. You have to have jobs and yeah. you have to have women who want to marry and have a family. Um, and if right. anybody's checked in the last 10 years, um, yeah, that's that's sort of not the way it works anymore. Uh, so if you ever wonder why you got so many grumpy guys that are jerking off and hoping for the sex spots, <laughs> it's because they grew up buying into the lie they were proffered over and over again, which is really fucked up because to truly get all the freedom and equality we want, ironically, it almost seems like you have to free the men from... <laughs> <laughs> the supposed, <laughs> the supposed, you know, storybook ending that we're fed and told, um, you know, and, and I know that sounds real shitty, but does um, it, or is it just no? Are no, you pointing out an inherent flaw in the system? Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out the giant, massive hypocrisy in all of it too. It's you know, to to truly give everyone, you know, to give women the equality and freedom they want, you have to give men the freedom they want, I guess. Right. And that's right. fucked up to say it that way. But I guess look at, I guess I can say is, you know, look at rap music, you know, for the longest time, rap music was about women, money slash power, which is pretty much exactly what, you know, like you and I grew up, which was, you know, get money and power, or get women, right? I mean, it's, it's funny. And it's two, two disparate cultures that had very different, you know, origins in this country. But essentially, that's, that's the story we've all been fed. And that that's, that's the thing. So when you see like culture, you know, like rap music now a lot of it is about you know heartbreak and drugs which is i think where culture has shifted yeah so, i mean that's that's a dangerous thing and, and ironically unfortunately it's you know the the young men in society that are getting suckered into that and sold that shit and unfortunately human history has shown that what you don't want is a population of young males with nothing to lose and everything to gain yeah, that's that's, that's where, dangerous that's, that's, that's where that's where bad things historically have happened forever like um, terrorism war yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, Genghis Khan. Oh, I mean, it's just it's there's, there's a historical precedent on it. Um, so so it's funny because I understand like some of the the ultra radical you know anti patriarchy stuff about you know we need to fix men and all this other crap because the, the fear of that happening is is super real. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much you just I mean, and if anybody thinks I'm blowing smoke up your ass, um, one word ISIS. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the and um, look, look up Yums <laughs> and ISIS and the studies that Cambridge Analytica did on them because it's all young unmarried males and they're easy. To to radicalize because you because yeah because you have nothing to lose and so nothing i mean jason lose, you're, you're spot on well, yeah. it's it's a you, real you risky up, time you, you grew up in a religion that rewards self-sacrifice so right your, your culture promotes self-sacrifice for the cause you have no education because your culture makes sure you don't you right. have nothing you have access to nowhere you can't get anywhere you can't do anything you you're basically blocked out by all the older people in the culture which you know every dude has a fuck you dad moment so i mean it's like <laughs> It's it's weird. It's like an an ultimate you know experiment of how bad, how much more shit can we tweak to make this as volatile as we can? You know, it's like right. it's not just hey, I really like this dynamite in the box, but um, man, let's let's throw some uh, C four and uh, right. you know, I'm just gonna uh, toss a couple lit road flares in there and we'll dump some gas on it. And I was gonna say let's just let some gas gonna, sit right over here, you know, open and the fumes just gotta go. It, and I'm gonna smoke we'll a cigar. Right next, we'll put it right next to these liquid propane tanks. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like obviously, I don't agree with their causes, but I understand, um, you know, the the situation that you're in. You don't have a lot of prospects. You're living in poverty. You're not going to get. You know, you might not ever get a wife. You might not have that future, right? Um, and then what? You no, know, well, this guy comes along and says, "Well, if you blow yourself up, you get seventy-seven virgins." <laughs> and, and you're like, I mean, it, suddenly, like you said, you have power. You join this, you know, pseudo-military organization. You have power, and you have something, and probably get a wife. You know, unfortunately. And the, of course, the irony is that it's being sold to guys who don't even know really what a virgin is, or other than they're being told it's it's great. Something. Oh yeah, but of course I mean, that's, we that's, we know it's not. It's, it's and, not that great. And, 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 I'm not, I'm, and don't get me wrong, I'm not passing judgment. About no, that. no, I'm no. just saying it's it's super fucking wild that that's like, hey, you get 77 virgins. That must be really cool because you know it's like you don't know anything when you're young right. and you haven't had sex. It doesn't. It's like it's it's like uh, it's just like something that people talk about or your older brother talked about or you know right. somebody 
letting you know, oh, this is a really good, that's a really good deal, bro. And it's it's just, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, because the only good thing anything. about it, like, the only good thing about it is that no one else has been there yet. But that first time's going to suck, like, for both of you. Like, so it's not like, uh, yeah, it's not a big, right? But yeah, I think I, that's it. It comes from that. Well, but you know that the kid's yours because nobody's yeah, been so. with her yet. And you're like, yeah, wait, like, back in the hundreds, like, it's 20, <laughs> it's 2000 now. Like, yeah. we'll know from genetic testing. Like, we'll, we'll figure know. it out. Like, <laughs> I think, I think their calendar's like in the 15s. Right? Well, fine. That's fine. 15s. <laughs> fine. Then the negative 500. Um, <laughs> Anyways, that was, that was a fun, fun little, t- I mean, that's on here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's part of it, right? Um, yeah. It's the question how kind of sexuality changes. Now, um, to, to kind of slightly, I mean, if you're ready to slightly pivot away from that, um, I, so part of that dream, and, and I, I, I think I believe in this, and I wasn't always sure that I did, um, is that, you know, you're going to, like you said, grow up, get married, and have a family. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, set the wife part aside, because that's a train wreck. Um, but the, the kids, uh, you know, the children, right? Um, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's the true irony. So uh, I've, as I've gotten older, I've come to realize that all the shit that everybody has you chase is a bunch of fucking garbage that's 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 some it's garbage it really is yeah uh, if, if you want to win existence you have win some kids yeah yeah because kids are your only true legacy yep um but the thing is about that is that you have to realize what you're asking for and what you're giving you know the universe at large and that's that's the thing that i you know anybody can have kids and most people do and we just have just just i i don't think it's given the gravity that it needs to be given I don't think, you know, I don't get why culturally in America, for sure, we've, you know, alternate between their life accessories to things like this. And I just it, it's bananas because like, you know, this is your chance to, you know, if you, you got if you have chips on your shoulders from your upbringing or blah, 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 this is your chance to mend those rights or make sure someone doesn't have the same shit experience as you do. Or, you know, and, and yes, that's a, that's more about you than your kids, for sure. That's, uh, you know, the old saw about living vicariously through your kids sports and things like that. But you have the opportunity to, you know, if you have grievances in your growing up, you have things that you didn't, you don't want to see happen to someone else. Kids are, and, and who does kids are the right? opportunity, kids are the opportunity to write that wrong that was supposedly visited on you. Or, you know, one thing that I've seen now with children, uh, you know, growing older is like, I understand my parents a lot more than I ever thought it would because yeah. now I, I get what they were doing and the decisions they made. And, you know, you know, like I remember telling my, dad i was like man you're a lot more right than i ever would have wanted to admit in a lot of stuff <laughs> you know so that horrible moment where you're like yeah. uh that you know, time when i hated you yeah it's, it's, it starts it starts when you realize you're saying some of the same shit and then it just goes <laughs> downhill from there oh yeah, um, but, oh, and, yeah. Even, and that's funny because that's that's wild to think that you can reconnect with your parents in a different way you know my relationship with my dad is much different now it's much more you know it's not father son it's more and i wouldn't say like equals or whatnot but there's a better understanding there and you know my dad he, he just worked hard and you know tried to do what he thought was right um and for a long time i was very angry because he wasn't the type of dad i you know had been culturally raised to believe i should have uh, which is very inconvenient and awful sounding but it's very truthful too so i mean that that's that's a hard hard pill to swallow and that's on me not him Um, well, and, and I blame a lot of the TV shows that we were watching and shit growing up. Right, right, right. Because, right? like, Super Dad, and he's going to coach yeah. the team. And then, like, and you're like, yeah, my dad, like, gets home from work and is so fucking exhausted that, like, he doesn't want to do shit. Yeah, he just wants to fucking yeah. lay down, you know, and, and watch the football or whatever. And, yeah. and now I'm like, man, I'm so fucking exhausted. Kid. Can we just. <laughs> Can we just sit down and watch anything that's not a cartoon for a couple minutes? Like, <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean that's and that's the thing. It's like it, that's that's a real thing. So it's helped me understand that part of my my life and my past, my history, and yeah, you know, and, and kids kids are the win are the way to win the universe. You know, no amount of money or shit or notches on your belt or anything that's that's nothing. So, but it's not just having kids; it's raising good humans. I think that's that's the, if if you really truly want sweet revenge on your life. <laughs> I like that. Um, it's it's not a, a Twitter storm at somebody. It's not, you know, boycotting the Kardashians. It's none of that shit. It's raising a better human than you ever could have been for the yeah. next generation. You know, whatever, you know, you're the, the rights of the world you want to see changed, you have to do it through your children. You're not going to be around. You're going to die. Right. It's over. Your existence is done. And the only way, <laughs> the only way your, your fight, air quotes, keeps going is through your kids. So yep. all you people that are activists that 
that don't want to have kids. You want to know why shit never changes? <laughs> you motherfuckers don't have kids and don't teach them. That's why it is. You want to know why shit in America stays the way it is? Because all the people you guys fucking hate and are disgusted with and want to change, they keep having kids and give them their same fucking values. Right. They change, they change incrementally, slowly, incrementally and slowly compared to how you change. So if you want to win that fight, you need to have kids and you need to raise them with your beliefs and have them go out into the world and have more kids with their beliefs. That's, that's how it fucking works. That's, it's, I, yep. I'm sorry if that's you know, not very nice way to put it and, and people are insulted by that. And, you know, I'm it's, not making it's a, it's I'm an not, honest way. And I'm, not, and I'm not judging you for not having kids. That's your prerogative. Go right. I don't fucking care. Do whatever you want. But here's the thing. If you truly want to affect change, it's going to be through the kids. It's not going to be what you're going to do in your lifetime. There is a shit ton of fucking historical shit to back that up. Very rarely does one person make a massive paradigm shift in the world. Now, it's yeah. easy for people to point out like, well, this person and this person, this person. Yes, right. you're right. That's because we have an entire cultural apparatus to point that out over and over again. And right. it's over fucking, like 2000 years of history. Right. It's a big fucking red herring. Yeah. Because Muhammad, Jesus, Hitler, Stalin, Churchill, FDR. If you think about how many people were around when these people existed to change the world, the fucking percentage that it's right. going to be you as time goes on. And, and how big the population is and now. Dropping. Right. Exactly. And exactly. Dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. So mathematically, you're not anybody's fucking savior except your own kids. So if you want to really do it, do it that way. And that's that's the way you want to change the world. Change your kids. Raise your kids. That, that's that's the way you do it. Not not any of this other shit, you know, not being on Facebook yelling at people, any of that fucking garbage. <laughs> it, like you could still protest and support things and be sure. active politically. Sure. But Jay, I because think Jason's that, spot that, on. That will, I think you're totally will, right. That will, that will help form and develop, you know, a coherent belief system for you to yes. give to someone else, you know, knowledge, education, things like that. Right. You ain't, ain't going to fucking do it in your lifetime. Rare, like, rare. I'm not saying it won't happen. Don't don't get me wrong. It can happen. Sure, it can. Yeah. Lightning can strike too. I mean, that's right. the exceptions but you can get are lucky. there. But like for everybody who gets lucky, a bunch of us don't. Like, yeah. so, so if you, you want to hedge your bets, you know, don't raise assholes. And that's, well, pretty, much, that's pretty much been the one thing that I've, I've been my driving force is I don't want to raise asshole people. So I'm trying my fucking damnedest not to do that. <laughs> I'm sure you, I think you're doing a damn fine job. But let, let me tweet that to the other other side too right um you know if you ever seen like idiocracy or you're just i don't know paying the fuck attention the idiots are reproducing erica folks the idiots are having kids okay um, yeah, I covered that. yeah you did but but i'm just like so so you're, you're fighting the activists and the intelligent people and you know the politically active and savvy for not having kids and yeah fuckers go have some fucking kids okay because we no, need no, more i did say the people that you are upset with and right you, right they are but, having kids I, I just wanted to put a little more bloodly because and their, views, and their views change at a much much they, slower they do, rate because they're going to indoctrinate the real, their youth <laughs> which is and, and that's the real problem that kind of goes back to education and things like that is that you know yeah. or, or just generally having an open mind you know i probably should be a trump supporter just based on the geography and wait you didn't vote for trump who I, who I grew up with no um <laughs> I remember, 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 I'm the one that throws my votes away voting third party. Uh, and I'm the one who sells my soul by voting spaghetti, for the lesser two evils. Spaghetti Monster 2020. Uh, so not flying, just regular ground walking. Um, that's too, oh, too highfalutin for, that's too highfalutin for my taste and flying pollutes the environment. Anyways, uh, I digress. So I should be a rabid Trump supporter. I however, probably should be too, based on however, where I live, right? However, I'm not because of all of my life experiences and education and then and, and the one thing that I will give my parents is one my dad worked so much that as long as I wasn't being arrested I don't think he really gave a shit uh, my mom was also <laughs> a very domineering strong-headed obstinate woman so you know whatever you know her spiel was my dad just for you know as, as my one of my dad's best piece of advice is for being married is you know sometimes just don't say anything <laughs> that is great advice that is fucking you know, great advice I, I think what he meant is you know sometimes the the fight just isn't really worth it um, yes yeah and, you know, a, lo a lot of the shit people fight about in relationships is just a bunch of fucking garbage crap. It's just you you're basically picking a fight on some stupid. I, what did Dane, Dane Cook call them? Nothing fights. You're, you're starting a nothing fight because you're upset about something else, but you don't have the words or the confidence to talk about it. So, you know, it's like what you really want to talk about is how, you know, something happened at a party and it upsets you, but you don't want to be seen like that or you don't want to bring that up because it it's uncomfortable. So you fight about who washed the dishes. Right. Or 
or you don't even realize that that's what you're still upset about, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so, anyways, uh, back, back. No, that's back. fun. And hey, look, you, you spend enough, you spend uh, so enough years with somebody, they'll piss you off. That's yeah. this yeah. case in point, right? Like, that's fine. I mean, that's that's probably how you know you have a strong relationship is you can fucking get pissed at each other and then you're fine. It's, <laughs> it's not the end of the world, and you can fight. You you can fight. Fighting's fine. It's it's a way to get emotions and tensions out. Um, oh, right. so my mom, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Her, her thing was she was just you know try to be very supportive um and sort of you know wanted me to do my own thing and a lot of that is just from the way her life you know came out and everything else so by that grace you know i'm i'm not a trump supporter so you know it's like i try and been trying i guess i've been trying to figure out how to keep that sort of mindset with my kids to make sure that you know they grow up and make their own decisions about what they want to be i don't want them to be little fucking clones of me and just parroting all my beliefs and thoughts and, and never do any critical thinking for themselves right you know i want them to question i i don't i don't mind the questions uh when i get questions about something i give an explanation you know i to the yes. much, much to the chagrin of my wife you know and even if it's over their heads it's like fine <laughs> that's fine maybe it'll spark a better come you know spark something in their mind to think about it or maybe it yeah, won't make them think least, more that's at great least, at least they have an answer whether they understand or not and i've asked too you know it's, it's like but that's that's something that i think makes a difference where you know maybe maybe it's just a, a, a the way everything is these days where you know we push parents so hard not to have time to even have those conversations or, or think think those things and you know it's not either you look at a culture there's still very much a you know thing about kids being in their place and doing what you know what we want them to do and you know i know there it's it's different now and there's you know we want to you know nurture and you know blah 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 and all this other stuff and i think without buying from the parents it's it's a hard thing to do and i i don't think a lot of it is you know like i look at like the school and you know things the school sends and how they phrase things and i just roll my eyes at a lot of it because it's you know a lot of mushy gobbledygook crap um but at the same time I'm, i don't necessarily disagree with what they're saying overall so it's it's like that's probably the weird thing um, are their intentions right it's just the way the they're, they're going about it the, right the, the yeah. messaging the messaging is garbage the intentions are good exactly um, exactly right? everything's marketing right <laughs> well i mean sometimes very poor marketing as we've often talked about on here <laughs> or misleading at the very least right uh, but i think you're spot on there like one of the biggest things that always pissed me off about my own father was whenever he told me, you know, whenever I asked a question like why or, or why do I have to do it like this just because or because I said so. And I think he just, like you said, didn't have time oh, or yeah, was you, exhausted or you're going to have those moments. I've had but, those moments. But like um, part of my goal is to not do that. And sometimes that means I'm explaining to a three year old like why the moon looks like that. And of course, he's like, that's probably way over his head. But what if one of these days it's not, you know, like, or, or like what, if, what if he remembers it down the line? Exactly. exactly. And then he decides to, you know, be an astronaut or something. Stranger things have happened. Right. So instead of having like childhood don't memories close, where it's don't, like, don't close down all the avenues. Yeah, exactly. Instead of having childhood memories where you're like just telling him to fuck off and, and leave me alone right now, I'm trying to, you know, to actually talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, but, um, you know, I think my wife looks at me the same way and it's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> but I don't know. You, I, instead of talking down to a kid, and imagining that they can't possibly understand your reasoning for something. What if we're just fucking honest? And they could still hate us and say, I don't agree with that. That's great. But look, I'm, I'm not just arbitrarily making decisions here. It is time for your nap because you're going to be a dick if you don't get your nap. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's, a different, that's a different thing, though, too. So, I mean, that's and that's that's one of the crazy things about being a parent is, you know, realizing, you know, when to be the parent and when to be, you know, their buddy. And, and that's, that's, I think, very hard when you're younger because a lot of people carry that baggage from their folks growing up yeah so it's like you know so i want to be my my kid's best friend it's like that's not your role no that's their friend's role right you, you, you need to be a mother and you need to be a father you don't need to be a dad and a mom you know what i mean like you should be helping them you should be guiding them right you shouldn't always just want to take the easy route for the both of you and that's a diff that's that's a hard pill to swallow today because i don't think culturally we're we do that i think we push for the easy way so we got a lot of moms and dads and not a lot of mothers and fathers. And, you know, that that sucks because, yeah, you, you miss something out on that. You know, and I've seen it in my own job of what happens when you just have moms and dads. You know, you got people that don't understand criticism. You got people that right. don't understand structure and hierarchy. And you got people who, you know, well, why am I not? Why am I being paid less? It's like because the structure, is that, the structure is that you are not as worth as much to the company when you are brand new as when you have tenure, whether or not you do 
more or not, it, it doesn't make a difference because at this stage, we can hire hundreds of you, but to get the one that has all the skills, it takes right. a lot of time. With and the loyalty and experience, right? And, that's, and that's, that's a hard thing to understand. And I didn't understand when I was young either. And that's probably, you know, I guess something I should definitely try and remember to explain and teach is that, you know, that that is a thing. So don't, you know, it's not a, it's not a value. It's, it's not a value or judgment against you as a you know young person. It's just the way things are in certain, you know, structures and certain things. And, you know, it's just, it's, well, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's an unfortunate thing. Like, you know, trees grow and it rains. It, it right. Well, it, really, it, it, <laughs> I mean, unless, unless until you get the matrix where you can upload, you know, 30 years of experience. Right. We're fucked. Then, we're then fucked. you have, we're, you we're have changed. to grow like all the rest yeah. of us, like and go through the shit. Cause like we can we're train you. Biology. <laughs> right. Cause we could train you to do this task, but you're not prepared necessarily for the day that the power goes down or, or this machine breaks on the fly or, or something horrible happens. Like it, that's the kind of stuff that, that you get with experience. Right. Um, and then with loyalty too, because you could always be like, fuck this job. I'm going to go get another one, yep. you know? And, and every year that you don't, that's another year that you're loyal to this particular position. You should get some kind of reward. For that. Um, of course. And, and if you were seeing that, if the young person was seeing that from the other side, they'd say, well, that's not fair if they aren't getting rewarded for staying. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's funny. Cause that's probably been one of the most uh, common phrases I find myself saying uh, as I've gotten older doing the type of work I do is that I understand that's not fair and I also you know don't necessarily agree with it however that's the way we're you know that's the system we have and you know this is the way it works yeah so it's you know it's it's a way of saying this isn't personal without saying this isn't personal because that's always that's a dick way to say things you know I, <laughs> plus I, I think if you explain the structure of why things are happening the way they are or why they have to happen the way they are I think that's you know people people don't have a problem doing things as long as you're giving them some kind of reason and why yes even as long as you're explaining why we're doing yeah. even even if it's pointless and stupid and and you know stay busy work as hey, long you don't as have to tell me that i teach composition okay i know <laughs> like none, none of my students want to write like a good good 90 percent of them are like this sucks or it's busy work and then i have to be like well look you might have to do this down the road and at the end of this class you're going to be able to fucking do that so yeah it, like and they're your, like get your, oh, okay, get your cool. reps, get your right. reps in and then it's easier yep Ugh. oh shit um all right what, what else, else is on here i will i don't no, um, I love I love your line here. Um, is is like being forty one? Uh, is that number simply not real? Like gender and rational progressives aren't real. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I, I do love that. I'm, um, I'm a witty motherfucker. Uh, so <laughs> it is, is, is an age. So I, I will say, um, I think like you had mentioned, you know, old was 30s back in the day. Um, yeah. I think, I think today with, I, I think your age and how you feel it is directly or is dependent on what you do with your body and don't do with your body. So, mm. um, you know, so like, I feel old because I'm lazy and fat. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> So anyways, what I was going to say is uh, oh, shit. when I was in my, my peak of running shape a couple of years back, um, I felt better mm -hmm. and moved better than I had in my 20s and early 30s. Um, yeah. And now it's coming. I'm coming back around again, putting in the time. Um, and that's the thing, though. It, it's it takes time and effort. It's it's not easy. I hate it. I don't I never I've never liked running. I don't enjoy it at all. It's it's boring. Um, yeah. Exercising in general and working out. Boring. Awful. Hard on your face. It's, it's it's like any it's like any kind of work. It's you know, no one wants to shovel snow, but you're going to have to do it. No one wants to, you know, weed whack it, you know, it's, nobody wants to do any of that shit, but you just have to do it to maintain it. And that's that's sort of, you know, I, I will say, if anything, that's probably what age has given me a better perspective on, you know, taking care of yourself, you know, what you're eating, you know, right. Um, like right now I'm, I'm, you know, hard, hard pushed to just keep my, you know, beer drinking to the weekends only. You know, I, I've been doing Good really well, really, really well, you know, not uh, not trying to slip into alcoholism like I was a little while ago. So I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> me, definitely me feeling better. And, you know, and that's the thing, too too is like I, I had the realization that i'm like i'm probably going to have to stop drinking sooner or later because it's just not good for my body and i you know would like to be around a little longer to see what my little shitheads do with their lives so you know same thing with like diet and things like that it's so easy to just you know eat wonderful tasty food that is really fucking bad for you and you know things like that so you, you gotta right. you gotta put in the effort and you know and i guess maybe that's the maybe that's the ultimate thing about getting older is you start to get a perspective on things like that and you know don't get me wrong like 
week a couple days ago. It was last week. I got everything I needed to get done like super early. So I sat down and played video games at, you know, 1145 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, Good it for you. Be, you know, it used to be the old saw about like, oh, you're an adult. You can have ice cream for dinner if you want. And like, even, you know, that's just sort of one of those things. So it was a nice treat. And, you know, I enjoyed yeah. it. And, you know, I think that's maybe the, maybe that's the key thing is that I, I don't just want to do the enjoyable things anymore. I like doing the enjoyable things, but I think I also have sort of come to appreciate the, you know, what you get out of putting in the work too. you know, work on your oh, body, yeah. work on, you know, your mental state, your relationships, things like that. You know, it's, it's all work. Don't let anyone ever tell you uh, a number one problem that we have is uh, people believe movies and culture about how relationships and people are. And that's a bunch of fucking garbage. <laughs> Next uh, time on 2D1C, well, but not least a lie. Uh, <laughs> here, here we go. Here, here's, here's your, your age, age one wisdom. Um, romance and love aren't the same thing. There you go. You want, you want yeah. relationship advice, everybody out there? Love and romance aren't the same thing. Try That's and good. understand that. Try and figure that out. And when you do, it will make your life much better. Um, some of you, if you think on that hard enough, will probably not be in a relationship afterwards. <laughs> I think that's you, a good thing, though. Right? Some of you, if you, you think and you know ponder on that long enough, you you might have a better relationship in the future. But yeah. uh, that, that's that would be my age one advice: is love and romance aren't the same thing. Um, your kids are the best version of you, no matter what that version is. So if you're a giant turd, gonna, you <laughs> you know you got the potential to raise kids that are even more giant or turds than you. So best maybe maybe the best worst version of you. <laughs> No, I mean, you start from a certain point, right? But they, yeah. they have potential and you don't. You're done. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've, yeah. reached, oh, no. you've reached where you're going to go and uh, you're probably not going to change very much. But they could still be so many other things, like you said, so much better than you because they're potential, right? Yep. Um, and you but, have to be active in that. The yeah. schools, are, schools yeah. aren't going to do it. The TV isn't going to do it. No, the schools are, are a disaster. Come friends, on. friends certainly aren't going to do it. It's got to be you. And, I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing for people not to have kids. You most certainly should. But you should go into it with the, you know, the mindset and the the responsibilities that you're going to have coming up, you know, right, right. Accidents, I think you should know and, what you're getting into. You and, know? Don't, don't get, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not. You know, accidents happen. Things are crazy. I get. Hey, it. I'm I, an accident. How dare I don't, you? Uh, well, yeah, me too. I, I don't. Uh, I don't bemoan anyone who, unfortunately, is you know 17 and they got to be a parent. I mean, that's that's of a tough course, fucking, of that's course. A tough, tough fucking road to hold. Yeah, man. Um, life dealt you a fucking hand, right? But think, but, but think about now. Think play about, it, you know. Yeah, but think about this. So in that thing, that experience, that that you know whatever hand you got dealt, um, you have the potential to then, you know, change that dynamic for your kids too, you know? It's, oh, yeah. That's the time, oh, yeah. you know, you, you be honest with them and explain to them the challenges and things like that. So maybe they don't get in the same, you know, situation that you ended up in where you had a kid maybe too early that you, you needed all kinds of help, but you didn't even have, you know? And then that, that right. to reflect back on you too is that, you know, if part of being like a young parent was you didn't have the support of the family and, you know, you raise your child, then you definitely should all, you know, be all about supporting them right you know, especially when kids come around and then you reinforce that positive thing and then you change it generationally like like i was saying then that's that's how you make that's how you affect true change you know and then your kid is like your kid's kid you know is this and then their kid's kid thinks about it more and then all of a sudden you know where three generations back you didn't really have a strong family dynamic look you know well you do yeah that's, that's your gift to the yeah. world is you know people that understand the value of family and you know want to help each other out instead of you know just being like oh yeah brother sister are fucking dicks I don't, I don't see them ever and don't talk to them you know that's different now for your grandkids grandkid i don't know anyways yeah, I, I like that shit out of my ass now. no no that's great and hey um you know my my parents did have me really young and i think that one of the biggest things my dad wanted to try to tell me without telling me it was you know to use a condom and make sure that didn't happen instead he was like abstinence 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 but uh but what i should have told him right back is that you guys taught me this lesson from early on you know like like i'm not going to go down that same path as, as you all and, and have a kid whenever I'm 17, 8, uh, because I've seen it, you know, and, and I see what a struggle it's been for all of you, right? Um, so yeah, I think I think that's an interesting path. Other things that you can learn from your parents are the things that you go, I'm going to try to do better than than they have, right? Um, yep. And then, and you know, knowing, knowing the difference. Things they got right. <laughs> yes, tons of things they got right, right? <laughs> You're going to be like, boy, I'm an idiot, and uh, why, why didn't I see that coming, right? Um, fun. Um, so, Jason, how do I get back into the six-pack abs I had when I was 20? Five, go. Um, <laughs> don't drink. Oh. Don't, don't eat anything. Well, let's put it this way. <clears throat> If it comes in a package that is required for it to get to you, 
and is sealed. Yeah. Hermetically sealed. And not bleeding still. Don't put it in your body. Damn it. Um, and then... Next thing you know, he's going to tell me to exercise. That's eat, the next thing he's going to tell me. No, no, no. Eat far less than you think you should. Oh. And when your body says it's hungry, realize it's not actually hungry until you physically have pains from hunger. And that is a big thing that I Ouch. think is probably why America is has the obesity problem it has if you have the money to be obese is that yeah. we our brains are so fucking tricked by what we're throwing into it um and that's i mean that's a bio i mean it's it's not just you know the sugar conspiracy and things like that it's a biological thing you know beings are, yeah. are for all intents and purposes we like to you know say oh we're hunter gatherers uh, well we are scavengers yeah. so we are human beings yeah. are scavengers we're omnivorous scavengers we ate what we could get our so, hands on so that's much, <laughs> much like your dog which won't stop eating out of the food bowl if you keep pouring food into it that's how people <laughs> that's how people work because we're, we're our bodies are like instinctually thinking i don't know when i'm gonna get to eat again correct right? correct but we're, the reality is i'm gonna get to eat again in like four hours like we're, we're wired we're wired to always be trying to avoid the famine and starving yeah, and there's yeah. no fucking chance that's gonna happen anytime soon at least in america yep. so you don't need to eat every four hours even though we've built an entire culture and society about that you know yep. being being fat and happy and sated keeps you in check and and not thinking um <laughs> a lot of science by that uh, carbohydrates and sugars uh they're they're just fucking you know making you happy all the time and opioids there, dude there, opioids there for the masses man keeps um, us so yeah so I, I would say eat far less than you think you do experience like real hunger for a change um whenever i do that i realize like literally how much i hate like what i'm doing for a job and everything because my mind is on fire and racing and i really truly realize that i'm not actually being challenged enough because of the structure of the work I do. Like, I, I hate yeah. it because I just sit there and all I want to do is run around and do things because my body is saying, hey, I'm actually hungry here. You know, stomach growling, pains and things like that. You know, it's like, it's funny because I'm like, now I know why like the people that say, yeah, persistence hunting is probably how we did it because all it does is make me want to go do something like run around or go find something. And like, there are points where I've driven myself to <clears throat> where all I can think of is I need to put something in my body to eat because I can't think of anything else. Get super irritable, angry, and things like that. So once you, yeah. you get back to understanding that, then I think it makes it easier for you to control what you're ingesting, which once again, if you're not eating it out of a hermetically sealed package, <laughs> you're, you're doing your body right. And then of course, yeah, you got to exercise. So, oh man, but that, but that's the thing is we're designed for that. If you think about how crazily, crazy adaptable the human body is like you throw some hard work at it and what's, what's your, what's the body's initial reaction to anything, inflammation and anger. What is inflammation and anger? in muscles and things like that that pain that ache that's your body actually building more muscle as you're sitting there you know you think and if it sounds crazy to people think about this <clears throat> you get a cut on your hand right like, mm -hmm. like you know not to go to the er you know cut but you get yeah. a cut on your finger and within a day your body has stitched that flesh back together stitched all the layers of skin all the musculature all that's fixed more or less repaired right mm -hmm. yeah so what i don't understand is why is it so hard for people to understand that you go for an intense bit of exercise and you're achy and angry and your, your body hurts and there's a difference between hurt and, and ache yeah uh, your muscle ache and things like that that's your body doing what it's supposed to that's your body adapting and tomorrow you may still be sore but you know why you're less sore because your body is actually building and repairing all those tears and stresses you put on your body just like that cut you saw disappear in a day and i think that's something that people don't really get so when they do hard exercise they're like oh that's oh it's awful i can't ever do that again i'm so tired <laughs> but no that's the proper reaction you go do some intense yard work and you're like oh man that was so awful i don't ever want to do that again no you should go do it again maybe right. not right the next day maybe a day later but you should stay on that because you're going to adapt your body and if anyone thinks i'm crazy all you need to do is look at military service yeah outside yeah. of serious deformities or issues they take anybody and by the time boot camp is done they have molded doesn't matter who you are or what you are as long as you fit a certain weight and you know height more or less that you don't have any in you know natural physical barriers biological physical barriers you will come out being able to do the same thing that everyone else can do also and there might be some people that are adapt faster and better but you'll still be able to do the bare minimum of whatever those requirements are and that will allow you to you know do whatever they need you to do for soldiering and the fact that they know how to do that and you're not getting the best sleep you're not getting, you know, you're, I mean, you're getting just in this, the right amount 
amount of nutrition, just the right amount of sleep. Just, I mean, it's a fucking science. The, the oh, military yeah. knows what it's doing to get you where they need to be, no matter what you were coming in. And it's crazy that people are just like, no, exercise doesn't do anything. No, it does. I mean, it, it really does. But <laughs> of you course gotta, it does. It just gotta, sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's awful. It's but you got to stick with it. So yeah, that's, that would be my advice is try to, eat less, try to eat less things that are coming to hermetic. Eat, try to eat less, <laughs> eat and drink less things that come in hermetically sealed packages. Um, exercise more. Yeah. And then um, try and get some sleep. That's probably the other thing. Oh, oh and that's, drink, that's drink more. So more water, less, no, uh, yeah. so less eat, beer. Eat, eat, and, eat, and, eat and drink. Try to eat and drink fewer hermetically sealed packages. Damn um, it. Eat less than you think you should. Exercise more than you think you should. And drink way more <laughs> water than you currently are. And try and get some sleep. All right. Here, here's my counter. At 25, I didn't have to do any of that, Jason. What the fuck? <laughs> it's because biology was at, at your side. And oh. even, even, technically, technically, <laughs> technically, even then, you probably just didn't have enough money to push it. Dude, no doubt. Look. I just, I wasn't like lazy enough. Like, I was yeah. still out doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now I sit on my ass and record podcasts all day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this has been a blast, man. Um, I, I think this was this is definitely a fun, fun little show to just talk a little bit about aging, and uh, I think we got into some really kind of deep stuff. When uh, oh, overall, yeah. really, so that I think that was just great. Um, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, signing off. Sleep with older women. They know what they're doing in the sack. Is that what I think? That's what this says. That's not bad advice either. <laughs> and dude, I, I love I love the diet advice. That's good. I need I need to take some of that, man. Um, it's not it's not easy. I mean, it's, it's not it's not. But you yeah. go to the grocery store and like it's it, there's no. I mean, it's packaged things are are just it, it's a time saver. And you know, if that's oh, yeah. the other, if that's the other thing our brains are really good at is finding shortcuts. Oh yeah. Well, and and then all the stuff that they tell us that is healthy for us. You know, you mentioned sugar a little bit before. A lot of the like low fat stuff's been loaded up on sugar, so it's not really that much better for you or better for you at all. Like yeah. so you end up putting just as many calories into your body. It's just a different kind of calorie. <laughs> and, and if, if uh, I will say this, if you're going to eat something that comes out of a package mm -hmm. and you have a choice between two, you have two things you can choose from. Yeah. It might be like wildly disparate. Like uh, chips are a good example. Um, if you want to pick chips to snack on, find the chips that have the least amount of ingredients. That's a good tip. Yeah. And yeah. preferably the fewer ingredients that have names that sound like chemical compounds, probably <laughs> also a good thing to steer towards. Now, don't get me wrong. Xanthan gum is not, you know, that's just type of sugar. It's, it's not like it's, you know, something awful, which right. you know, there you go. Everything sugar has sugars and everything every which where, but um, yeah, the, the fewer ingredients um, and you know, the fewer things that sound like chemical compounds, avoid, avoid stuff like that as much as you can. And I'm not saying, you know, just eat fucking celery and carrots and, you know, bananas right. and nothing else ever. It, that's, that's ridiculous too. Uh, that's just miserable um, because I, that was something I did was the, I went to strict vegetarian for Lent and yeah, I don't rough. think I could do it. I don't think I could it's do rough. it. Well, your, but you're basically eating like uh, cell walls and water at that point, right? Like I ate a lot of fucking cans of beans, man. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Because I nobody bet. in my house did it. So I was stuck trying to figure out fast, easy, quick meals to, you know, that, that's yeah. another tough one. Like was, how do you eat healthy doing, with your I kids? Doing myself. I wasn't, I wasn't doing myself any favors. Um, yeah, Cause well, it's hard yeah. to eat healthy with your kids, right? Your kid wants pizza or mac and cheese. And then so what, what do you do? You know, so that's, that's the funny thing. We started early and everybody always ate vegetables. Um, we were very strict and we are actually still very strict about their diets. And now we don't yeah. really have to be like, we go to a restaurant and they ask for, you know, the per the waiter or waitress or wait person will ask, you know, what do you want for a side? And, you know, they will just say the vegetables. Oh, they know they got to eat them. That's good. Wow. Yeah. You know, Impressive. It's, 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 it's but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's indoctrination and repetition and a conscious, <laughs> conscious effort. And then, you know, some very interesting, tense, terse, angry conversations with relatives and grandmas and stuff like that about what you're feeding them. So yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. shit. That's fun, dude. I mean, I think, I think if anything, they, they understand that treats are treats and yeah. you know, that's important. It is. There's a time and place for that. And it's not every time. And it's the other thing too, is like, then it, I think it doesn't, I think that has helped them not to normalize that, you know, it's like, cause like the more, the more sweets and junk and stuff you eat all the time, then the more you just want that and assume that that's what you should be eating when it probably isn't, you know what I mean? So, right. Right. It's not, it's not like they can't have candy or, you know, we don't stop for ice cream. It's just, it's not a everyday 
day all the time thing. Right. We've been fighting plus, fruit snacks plus, lately because that's what the kid wants. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, and plus it's fun because then if they go to somebody's house or something for a sleepover, you know, more than likely it's because it's just easy to make, you know, like chicken nuggets or something like that. And it's a fun treat. There and, you go. And they're not going to, you know, their health isn't going to be ruined by, you know, chicken nuggets every so often or, you know, something like that. So it's whatever. Right. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The fruit <laughs> snack thing is that's hard, dude. That's real fucking hard. He's little still, but I mean, we're going to have to get away from that. But uh, yeah. So I, I'll give you I'll give you this. One of the things you can try is like uh, I would say like fruits or vegetables with stuff. So like yeah. maybe carrots with a little ranch or apple slices with a little peanut butter and, you know, you know, yeah. things like things like that. And that's that's just hard to take. He likes strawberries, but it's oh, it's yeah. hard for us to. Uh, that's not an easy thing to pack and take. That's the thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. then it seems like they go yeah. bad. Yeah. But we, we eat a ton of them, you know, but uh, yeah. but fruit snacks. Yeah, it's right there. He knows where to find them. Like how about uh, grapes? Does he like grapes? You know, I don't think we've gotten too deep into grapes. Uh, my uh, one of my grandmas was like, oh, don't feed him grapes. He'll choke on them. And we're like, yeah, I think we'll just cut them up. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, no, they're probably the size of a fruit snack in his mouth anyway. So, yeah, yeah. Find, right. find some find some sweet grapes. Um, pro tip when you're shopping for grapes uh, in mm-hmm. the package, make sure the stems are very green. Yeah. So the, okay. the greener, the greener, the stem, the fresher, the grape, the longer they last. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, try try some sweet grapes because those are easy as shit to throw in a baggie and take as a snack anywhere. That's that's yeah. a, that's an easy, easy, healthy snack instead of fruit snacks, you know. Good but tip. I'm not going to lie. We got fruit snacks in our, our pantry anyway. Well, but like you said, it's got to be every once in a while, right? I feel like yeah. every day he's got a package of fruit snacks in, in his hand come come noon or something. And, yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's but that's not necessarily a bad thing either. I mean, it's just one. It's not like he's eating them every meal, right? Right. Or that's, right. Or that's the whole meal, you know. Right. You, of course. You got, you got the you got the base down of, you know, once a day is the max. I mean, that's that's half the battle right there. And then if you just you just got to have an alternative, you got to give them something as an alternative that's just as tasty and, and exciting, but healthier. Yeah. So you can, you know, just mix it in. That's, a, that's what I was like carrots with a little ranch or apple slices with some peanut butter, you know, it's or yeah. grapes, you know, just, you can get that in there. And then, hey, look at that. It's not not as bad. I, I like know. it. I like it a lot, man. Oh, Help well. the carrot industry out. <laughs> I don't mind some carrots, man. That's good stuff. And hey, he loves ranch. So there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm-hmm.